Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 140. I'm feeling pretty sporty. Oh, about esports? The Atari esports hotel? Yes, esports. Yeah. Esports. I'm your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin, joined by... Alex the Jetty Jedrizak, your jitter-in-chief. And Anna Bernarski, social media trash queen. And this is a podcast it sure is a podcast wow (laughs) where we talk about video games if you haven't noticed by now here on episode 140 and today i have a very important thing that i want to talk to you two about jetty and anna bernarski hello yes what okay (laughs) <laughs> I'm just small side check. I've just realized that Jetty Jedrazak is wi- a wild thing to potentially say out loud. <laughs> what? What is wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> because it, the Jetty is based on the Jedrazak. Yes. So you, it feels like you're saying the name twice. I don't think that's uncommon in nicknames. <laughs> but usually nicknames are for the anyway. This is an important. Um, <laughs> My dad goes by bees sometimes. No one calls him um, bees for Nursky. Okay, <laughs> everyone, and I have an important thing to say. I am irrationally upset about Temtem. What's Temtem? Upset? Why is. are you upset? <laughs> you still don't know. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize you didn't read that. Oh no, moment. I didn't read anything. <laughs> okay, I've been talking about this on the Discord a little bit. Um, Temtem is a new MMO that is supposed to essentially be Pokemon the MMO. You say supposed to potentially, but like it is directly like copied and pasted palette swapped Pokemon. Oh, wow, really? Um, I mean, it's th- they have their own Pokemon, okay. which they call Temtem, hence the name. And they go um, into but a, aside from that, they also go into a card, not into a ball. Very different. Mm-hmm. The you know, they're tamers, not trainers. Wow. Um, Do you tame your Tems? Yep, you, a Temtem tamer. Um, and uh, you fight. With moves that have super effective types and resistances, you have HP attacks, special attack, defense, special defense, and speed. Oh, they um, they do have like an MP kind of a thing instead of yeah, they have stamina. Yeah, instead mm-hmm. of the PP. Mm-hmm. So you have like a universal pool instead of move specific. Yeah, but that's the sort of thing. Like most of the stuff <laughs> is very small changes. But I guess the thing that I am concerned because there's been a lot of buzz, and it's Jetty has pointed out that it's kind of died down um, since the alpha officially came out. Um, a lot of the buzz came from the pre-alpha, but I have some concern because, like, Pokemon MMO is like one of those lifelong gaming dreams that just sort of has permeated the internet for a while yeah. of people being like, "Wouldn't it be great if we got a Pokemon MMO?" Yeah. And I'm seeing what is essentially the Pokemon MMO, and I'm thinking, why did we want this? Yeah, like... What is the benefit to the MMO structure to the Pokemon world? But I I also feel like part of the issue is because it's not Pokemon. It is like Pokemon, but without the actual brand name and the, like, characters that you know and all of that. So it doesn't quite have the same draw that like a real pokemon mmo with actual pikachu and so on would have and at that rate it becomes questionable as to why this is a thing i i see what you're saying because in general pokemon could kind of make any video game and put the pokemon in it and people will buy it yeah (laughs) as we have seen with the mobile games and (laughs) the games that people had a lot of criticism of criticism of but then was still the best-selling main series yeah. title in the history of the franchise. Yeah. So I see your point there, but I would also add that like this MMO in particular has copied and pasted the single player campaign into an MMO. Yeah. And I just don't think that works. Like it's just you're playing the, a single player campaign except people are running around and can battle you whenever they want. I mean, I'm sure you can decline, but like you can get challenged by people whenever you're doing other stuff 
And that's the thing that everybody hates about the wild area and sword and shield <laughs> yeah. and turn off the internet because of it. Yeah. Like it also would have made more sense if this game had come out like 10 to 15 years ago before Pokemon had really done those things. And back when MMOs were like actually still a novel concept. Yeah. You're yeah. Because like also there's, <laughs> I can't find anything in this video game that isn't in another Pokemon game. <laughs> there are things that are not in Sword and Shield, yeah. to be fair. Like Pokemon following you. But also, those are in Pokemon games. Like in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, yeah. Pokemon can follow you. And like, you could challenge people to battles from around the world. You can trade with people. And you can have a bunch of people running around the place that you're playing your single player campaign. There's just, I haven't seen any actual, like, MMO stuff, and as far as I can tell, there isn't any yet, which is concerning to me. I would think that that would sort of be the main thing that you wanted to put on the forefront, because right now it just seems like a Pokemon game yeah. that's always connected to the internet. Yeah, like... <clears throat> also... Oh, yeah, you go ahead, because I've been saying lots of words. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, there are some, like, minor aspects of games that do in a way, I don't know if I would say benefit, but they are changed by the online concept. Like they become, uh, you know, or they develop economies and that sort of stuff. Like uh, if something is a rare drop from a boss, instead of being like, well, I beat the boss and I didn't get it. I guess that's just, uh, that was my chance. Uh, it will then be like, oh, well, I can probably go buy it from somebody, you know? Um, mm. You do get stuff like that, but... But Jetty, you can already trade Pokemon. Yeah, like, you can already trade Pokemon, and, like, what are you looking for items? Do Temtems have equipment? You know, like... They do. They do have items, but, like, I don't know how difficult it's going to be to get them, I suppose. And again, there's not, like, there's no, like, raids. Even, even Sword and Shield has raid battles. Yeah. Where you can team up with three other people and play the video game together cooperatively. As far as I can tell, you can do the entire single player co-op, which is also something that Pokemon has already done. <laughs> um, the, like, is the dual battles the only thing you can do? Like, having you and one other person against two other people? I mean... You can also be one person against one person. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, everything is double battles, um, which is fine. Well, I think double battles add more depth I, in general. I guess my issue, and, and I discussed this uh, on our Discord channel, where you can join us and uh, talk to me about Temtem. Um, <laughs> Only Temtem. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I was talking about this a bit that um simultaneously the dual battle concept or double battles or whatever um is kind of cool for people who uh don't have a lot of friends or don't have a lot of friends who are online or at any given time or whatever like uh it would be cool if like uh me and Christina could go on together and do double battles with everybody and it would just be us that's fine and cool but simultaneously, if you are pairing with random people, you're basically guaranteed that either the other person is a moron and doesn't know how to play the game, or you are the moron and you don't know how to play the game <laughs> compared to the other to person. Say, was that, that going to be the inverse? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's never going to be a good match. It's always going to be one person is dragging the team down, and it's either you or the other person. Yeah, because, like, Pokemon also has had multi-battles, which is what you call when you can do two-on-two, -two, essentially. Um, there are even some in the actual, like, single player where you'll get paired up with, you know, an NPC. Like, uh, there's a bunch with Hop and Sword yeah, and Shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if you've just played the AI ones with Hop, you realize, like, hey, it's a lot more fun when you know what both Pokemon on your team are going to do. Yeah. So it's really just like adding an extra step of having to ask someone what the other Pokemon is going to do or the other Temtem is going to do. So I don't think, like, again, it could be fun, but, like, that can't be the only thing that the MMO, MMO experience brings to this because that's, 
not that engaging of a core dynamic. And also, like, you know, you could get out of sync. Like, oh. your friend could get, like, a lot stronger than you unless you're playing the game at the exact same time all the time. Yeah. And it's there's a single path through, so it's not like there's these several different events that you can sort of work through that all sort of come back to a central hub, it seems. It seems like it has the same structure as a single-player Pokemon game where you follow a path um, that maybe has some branches but still basically takes you on a trajectory through the area of the game. There's only about a third of the game released because it's still an alpha, so and I'm not going to knock it for that, but just like in general, that seems that's another issue. Here's another thing that's rubbing me the wrong way and isn't really a problem, but I feel like it might be indicative of the mindset that's making me uncomfortable. There's there's so many things that seem like they were like, we're going to do this thing Pokemon did, but with bigger numbers. <laughs> okay. Instead of battling with one Temtem, you battle with two Temtem. Yeah. Instead of having one status effect, you can have two status effects. Instead of 252 EVs in a po for a stat, you can have 500 what? EVs for a stat. Instead of 31 IVs, you can have 50 IVs. What? It just seems like these just seem like you made bigger numbers. Yeah. But they're the same mechanics, and uh, Pokemon, like, there's a lot of stuff, I, I sound like maybe I'm defending Pokemon <laughs> a bunch, being like, Pokemon's a better game. There's a lot of stuff in Pokemon that's really only in there because of Legacy, Yeah. right? Like, the fact that they changed the EV and IV maximums to round numbers in our human base decimal system yeah. Good idea. The reason that Pokemon didn't have that was because they were originally meant to be more of a background thing, and so they were set up for binary. So you have yeah. 0 to 31, which is 32 different values for IVs. You could get 252 in a stat. Technically, you could get 256, but like there's a way. There's math makes it so that you don't want that. <laughs> okay. um, it's basically 250. Yeah. If you... The, there's... Like, it only increments in... There's there's reasons behind it. It's too complicated to explain right now. But the, the it's based off of, you know, just numbers that fit well in binary. Because it wasn't meant to be in the forefront. But now it is in the forefront, first of all. Which I don't... Again, is also something that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, yeah. you shouldn't need to understand EVs and IVs. And they call them something different. Like TVs and something. Um, yeah, but like, you shouldn't need to understand those things to play the game. And also, oh, another thing, priority moves, right? Yeah. In Pokemon, priority is, does the move have pr a higher priority value than your opponent's Pokemon? Yeah. Then you go first. Otherwise, it's based on what the, what your speeds are. Yeah. And in general, the faster Pokemon goes first. Yeah. In Temtem... There's six different speed tiers, and each one has its own modifier to your speed. So, like, this move will go, your speed is calculated at 1.5, and this one is 1.75. Okay. And it's like, that's too, that's way too granular. Yeah. Like, yes, that's technically more depth, but, like, that's not practical. Yeah. You're at, you're making it more complicated, and I don't think that that's really adding depth. Like, really. Like, you are technically adding depth, but you aren't really adding depth. Yeah. It's just another thing. It's another number you have to memorize. Also, this is this will be the last of just my list of pet peeves <laughs> about things that I've seen about the game. I don't like that things happen when you're Temtem or benched. Mm -hmm. Like, there's lots of stuff that happens... What, like their stamina will slowly recharge and status effect timers will still go like, and stuff like that. And it's like, that's too much to keep track yeah. of. Like in Pokemon, you have things where like, it's either permanent or something happens when you switch, right? Like you stop being confused upon switching a Pokemon out. Yeah. But you don't have to keep track of that. The only thing that's even slightly more complicated than that is if your Pokemon is put to sleep, the counter is held until it comes back out, right? So if they've been asleep for one turn, 
then their chances to wake up are based on being asleep for one turn, which didn't used to be how it worked. But they changed that because it's kind of terrible yeah. for the sleep <laughs> counter to reset every single time you switch out. So that's part of that, which is fine because it improves things. But it's just – it feels like they didn't really think this stuff through. They just tweaked it a little bit, made the numbers bigger, and everything just is either way too complicated or makes things take too long. Make things really slow. It's a lot. And, yeah. I do want to say that there are some pluses. First of all, that um, people are upset about how Pokemon was handled, and they have every right to be. And so, like, this is, like, sort of like, you know, like, if uh, you you hear, like, oh, no, this, you know, company is punching babies, so I'm not going to give their biz- give them business... But I do still want the product they offer. Yeah. I just don't want to buy it from them. Then there's another company that says, hey, you don't know if we punch babies or not. Yeah, that's kind of my <laughs> complaint about that. <laughs> so why don't you buy our video game instead? It's like, ah, yes, the plausible deniability I was looking for. Um, in this case, it's not quite the stakes aren't quite as high. <laughs> is what I just sort of illustrated there. Um, but, like, in general, like, I want to play a Pokemon game, but I don't really want to support what Game Freak's doing right now. Yeah, that's fine. This is basically Pokemon. If it gets your Pokemon fixed without supporting Game Freak and you don't want to support Game Freak right now, that's fair. And I think it'll serve its purpose for that. I don't know from a macroscopic perspective outside of any individual buyer, but from the perspective of people making Temtem, I don't know if that is a sustainable business model. (laughs) Yeah. Hope people continue to be upset at Pokemon so they play your game instead. Yeah, will it maintain the, uh, the momentum? Because even... It doesn't have to be just as good. Because if it's just as good as Pokemon, then Pokemon's still going to win long term... Because people like the Pokemon yeah. and have history with the Pokemon yeah. character mm-hmm. creatures. And so that's going to give it an advantage. So it needs to, Temtem, if it's going to be good, needs to be better than Pokemon in, to an extent that eclipses the, the feelings that people have for the actual Pokemon characters. Because that's what's doing the majority of the legwork of keeping a Pokemon series relevant. Aside from also the core gameplay loop just being pretty satisfying, even if you do it poorly. So, in my basic opinion, is that Temtem needs to put in more MMO features that are, like, good. Or that exist. Aside from, I think there's been a couple things about, like, gyms, sort of like in Pokemon Go, where, like, different people can take over gyms. Yeah, I was gonna say, do that. something like that would but, be good. Um, especially... If there were some sort of like more than two people at a time battle. Yeah, it's massively multiplayer online. But if it's only like, if your maximum interaction is four, yeah, I feel like. Yeah. This is just another thing about MMOs in general, but I feel like there kind of has to be some kind of asymmetry hmm. involved in the people teaming up for it to be really satisfying. Right, like in your classic MMO, like you've got the different standard, almost D and D esque roles of like healer, yeah, punch, tank. I don't know what the punch guy is called. Monk. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yes, no. I meant like the, <laughs> like the broader term, like melee support, tank, melee, damage, damage dealer. I guess damage dealer. If there was some way that you could or- incorporate, like if I were making a Pokemon MMO, everybody gets. One Pokemon at a time. <laughs> you can ha- collect a million. You can collect all of them. But you only okay. use one at a time. Okay. And okay. then you get into battles where you use your one Pokemon with other people to accomplish mm. tasks and goals. You can even do it like okay. raid battles in Sword and Shield. Just like everybody brings their one Pokemon and you do some sort of big battle and you change the mechanics such that they focus, even if you have the same types of moves, they focus on the sort of collaborative aspect of it all. That would be the main way that I would do it. But we've been talking about this for something like 20 minutes. Yep. You'll know how much we cut out if you're looking at the time <laughs> timeline when I say those words. Does anybody else want to talk about a video game? I bought 
River City Girls. The video game. Let's the be clear. <laughs> yes, not yeah. Not Girls from River City. I mm. bought the video game titled River City Girls, which is a uh I don't know if it if it's a sequel or alternate universe or what it's really considered because it is a Kunio Kun game. Kunio Kun and Ricky are in the game, but they are the boyfriends and they have been uh kidnapped and the two main characters are girls who then have to go out and save their boyfriends. So it's basically River City Ransom, but flipped uh, around. And I'm kind of split on how I feel about it, because there's a lot of things I enjoy about it. I do actually really like the story and the voice acting and uh, the writing and stuff. But um, the gameplay, it's not that great, perhaps. It could have been better. I thought it could have been more polished perhaps there's a lot of times where like it's not difficult it's just kind of painful you know things where it's not like oh well if i get better at it i can come back and do it again it's like no you were just like one pixel off or like oh you got hit first so now you're going to be getting hit for the next five seconds and there's literally nothing that you can do about it um or like oh you can make friends with the enemies that you defeat and then you can call them out to do special moves while you're fighting. But if you call them out while the enemy is knocked down, they do their little thing, they leave, and then nothing happened because the enemy was knocked down. So it's like you need to time when you call out your friend before you start fighting because you can't do it while you're fighting because there's a chance the enemy will get knocked down and that in the like three seconds between you calling them out and them actually performing the action that they're supposed to do well i was trying to fight in the middle of that and now the thing the person's knocked down and nothing happened mm -hmm. so there's just like a bunch of little details that i feel like uh are perhaps not the best so jetty yes are you saying that you have trouble right here in river city there is trouble in river city with a capital t with a lowercase t and it still rhymes with p is this reference landing? Like, I don't know how right. common. <laughs> we got trouble right here in River City with a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. No, I didn't get that I one. I got it once you said it okay. all together. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's, a, it's a musical. Anyway, I guess I've, I, I haven't been saying anything because I've been waiting to throw that joke in. Um, <laughs> <Thank you>. But <laughs> I, see, I see. So did the original River City Ransom have, didn't have these problems, I assume? Well, um, okay, so there is a few things, is that it is a wildly more complex game. The original River City Ransom was extremely simple. You had a punch and a kick, and if you pressed them both at the same time, you jumped. Whoa. You could get special moves by buying books which you can still do i do like stuff like that they also have like equipment oh that's right so you have equipment but the thing is is that it's all like you do five percent more damage and when things take like 10 hits which by the way is way too many hits that's a lot of hits yeah i like, can take like two max but like i understand they don't want battles to be short but when the like the people you fight on the street take like 10 hits That's, yeah it's it's kind of a bit much because <laughs> then you get swarmed as well and like yeah you can hit multiple people at the same time or whatever but like it's kind of a pain sometimes when you're just like i'm trying to walk through i need to walk in order to get from one place to another and there's just people coming out and then if you keep fighting because they keep coming out uh they stop giving you exp and it's like well then they should stop coming out if they're not going to give you exp and yeah, then you flash um, the go on there that tells you yeah. you need to move on that's and, like classic fighting game communication language yeah and i guess that's um a few things like it seems more uh like a final fight game or something uh than like river city ransom perhaps in my uh estimation and yeah like the the equipment doesn't really seem to do much like unless you uh you can only equip two things at a time and so 
you can say, okay, I get 5% more damage on cheerleaders and I get 5% more damage on women, which cheerleaders are women in the game. So I get 10% more damage, but that really only means they now take 9 hits. Mm. So is it really worth it at that point? Because then, uh, while you have that equipped, you don't get to equip the one that's like, oh, you get 2 healing items when you beat up a vending machine or whatever which also is only like a a 10 percent chance or something i don't remember exactly but like all of the equipment the effects are really weak oh and of course every time you die you lose half of your money oh no yeah which is fine except that you keep dying for stupid reasons like uh oh you were just you can okay when you're playing two-player Mm-hmm. You can stomp on your friend to revive them, <laughs> okay, which is great, and I like it. But you literally have to be within like a one pixel range to be effectively hitting them. Mm-hmm. So then you have this swarm of enemies that's just like climbing all over you. You can't see your character or the other character. You're trying to revive them, which is on a timer limit. Like you have a time limit to do this, and you don't know where to be stomping. <laughs> And so then, because of that, and then you were wasting all your time trying to stomp on your friend <laughs> while you're getting beat up, so you die, Oh no! and then you lose half of your money, which you can't use to get better because you just lost it. So now you're bad at the game, <laughs> and you are only progressively getting worse, oh, no. uh, which is at, at which point I stopped playing and I switched to uh, Shovel Knight, mm. which, when you die gives you the chance to go back and <laughs> catch your, your money out of the your air. Money back. Yeah, you you lose I think it's like 25% or something. Like you lose a smaller amount and you have the chance to get it back, which there's been once or twice where I have died repeatedly, but it's never been all of my money, you know? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh with River City Girls, there was one I was like trying to go through a multi-level building or whatever, and uh, you just keep losing more money as you go down. You know, like you have this extended point of trying to get through this dungeon or whatever, and you just keep losing money. Yeah, that's one of those mechanics that pops up in games sometimes where it's like, the people who need money are the people who aren't doing as well at the video game. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you're doing well at the video game, you're going to have more money than you need. There's going to be some yeah. threshold where there's only really one particular threshold where it's really lining up. As yeah. opposed to you should you really want it the opposite. So there's like a feedback loop, a positive feedback loop instead of a negative one where yeah. the people who need money, like if you're failing and failing and failing, well, at least you're every single time you're failing, you're slowly accumulating something that makes the game easier. Um, that could be experience points. I don't know. Can you get? Do you get experience points when you're um, redoing stuff? Uh, like I guess I wasn't paying too close of attention. Oh, um, well, there, there's two things about this. Number one, remember what I said earlier about there's a point where you stop getting EXP from people, right? So there are some issues with that. Um, another thing that I was having trouble with was that um, playing two-player mode, for some reason, Christina kept leveling up and I didn't. And from what I can tell, EXP is based on who lands the final blow. Mm. Not, It's not split. And she was stealing all your kills. Basically. <laughs> and I mean, that's fine or whatever, but... I'm not like, bitter or anything. <laughs> well, you know, you, you recover when you level up and that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... So, like, there's all these things where, oh, if I could just level up, if I could just level up, why have you leveled twice in the time I've been sitting here at two little blocks of hit points left, and you've leveled up twice in that time? I've been sitting here dying. (laughs) So what am I missing? (laughs) Because I'm definitely doing something, you know, like, I should be getting some EXP. But, so, yeah, I mean, like, Mega Man 2 has the same problem, where... If you get a game over, you lose all your E tanks. Really? In Mega Man Two. Oh well, only. well yeah. Uh, game over, not just dying. Yeah, game over, not just dying. 
The thing yeah. is, is the people who need E-Tanks are yeah. the people who are dying over and over again. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you're good enough to not die, you don't really need the E-Tanks. You can only have four anyway, so they max out pretty quickly in Mega Man 2. Yeah. But then in later games, you keep your E-Tanks after you die, which means that if you keep replaying a level over and over again and you don't use E-Tanks as you're dying, you'll get more and more E-Tanks until eventually you have a bunch because you're not always going to die from losing all your health. Sometimes you're going to die from falling in a pit. Yeah. And so it lets the people who, which means if you're playing well, then you have to ration your E-Tanks more specifically because, you know, you're going to pass through all the points where you can get E-Tanks back without having to backtrack essentially. Right. So you're like, Oh, well, if I use this E-Tank, I might not use this E-Tank because I don't want to, have to go back and get another one if I mess this up. I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. But if you're playing poorly, you'll probably have accumulated a ton of E-Tanks over the course <laughs> of the game. Have I just said the same? What are you what's laughing? What's happening? No, just, I mean, conceptually, I just like that the worse you're doing, <laughs> the more E-Tanks you have. Yeah. Right, but that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's yeah. a positive feedback loop. It makes the game, if you're struggling, it makes the game easier. RPGs have this built in where you get more experience as you battle. So even if you're, yeah. especially in Pokemon, right? Like, with Pokemon, you get experience every time you defeat someone's Pokemon. So even if you don't beat them, you still get experience every time you fight them and get, and defeat at least one of their Pokemon. So you don't have to necessarily go and grind. You can keep retrying the same fight. It may be a better time investment to go grind in terms of beating this faster, but you can challenge the same person over and over again and get a little bit better each time. Yeah. Um, and so that's sort of built in. Yeah, like I guess um, there is encouragement if you're going to lose your money that you should be spending it anyway. But... um they you have to like buy special moves <clears throat> so if i need $500 to go buy this move and i don't have 500 right now i'm going to be going through a dungeon soon or through whatever go fight some stuff i'm not going to have the money until i get through and i'm not going to turn around while i'm in the middle of it but then i just lost all of my money so like i just made 2000 Am I supposed to just in the middle of it go back by the moves and then come back starting at the beginning? I guess there are different ways that I could be playing that might help alleviate the money issue, but it's like, how long do I want to be playing this game? Do I really want to have to replay each area multiple times to get through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, no. I had more. No, <laughs> to your question. Yeah, Basically, I had more fun uh, playing Shovel Knight, and I felt like they managed the difficulty better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, so what? that was the first time you played Shovel Knight, right? I bought it back when I got my Switch, and I think I, I went through like the introductory stage and then switched to something else, uh, maybe uh, Shaq Fu or something. And then uh, Little Dragon's Cafe and so on. Mm -hmm. um, and you've heard the rest of my history since then. But there's <laughs> like this, there's there's a few games that I bought at the beginning that I just never went back to for some reason because I always had some other stream of games that I was interested in. Mm -hmm. um, but finally I went back and I guess it was funny because part of me was like, am I being too hard on River City Girls? Like, am I just missing something? And then I play Shovel Knight. I'm like, no, this game handles a lot of these issues better like the controls are better yeah like the the money issue isn't a thing because it's not like i haven't died in shovel knight mm -hmm. um but like most of the time i'm able to get my money back and most um, of the stuff you use money for isn't like like oh you're gonna be at a severe disadvantage if you don't have the money for this yeah like it's cool but it's not really like something that really makes or breaks the game yeah as i recall at least Anna, what about you? Do you have opinions about video games? Oh, I sure do. Um, so, first of all, <laughs> I have played nothing but Stardew Valley in the past, like, month. Uh, <laughs> mostly because of stress and just needing to play something chill. For the first time ever, I decided I was going to uh, date Maru, who I discovered is the best wife, and the only thing I'm basing <laughs> this off of 
is when you walk into the hospital, she says, hey, hi, honey, and it has a heart at the end, and it's super cute. <laughs> um, so that's that. Second, the other thing that I have to talk about is uh, I've joined a bunch of Animal Crossing meme pages on Facebook, and they are wonderful, uh, mostly because it's a lot of people just waiting for March uh, 20th, so uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, part of that is me just sending my sister a bunch of memes and us going, why isn't it March 20th yet? <laughs> uh, so we can play Animal Crossing. And uh, the other part is finding actual funny memes. Like, so, uh, Anna, hmm? um, Hi? What, is your, what is your favorite web meme from the intranet? My favorite web meme from the intranets? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Related to the animals crossing. That's a great question. Your inter-meme on cyberspace. <laughs> Um, I'm actually trying to see if I saved any on my phone. I didn't. I can just go look through my, uh, text. So, uh, there's one that's the Happy Home Designer opening screen, and it says, Welcome to Animal Crossing, Happy Ho, and then it just says, Me on March 20th. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one. There's us actually having conversation. That's not what I'm here for. Absolutely terrible why would you do such a thing <laughs> why would i talk to my sister so there's a thing in animal crossing where if you're making a snowman you can make the body like parts disproportionate to one another so there's like a tiny little snowball and then there's a giant head and it said did you even think about the consequences of your actions <laughs> that's another good one there's a clown sheep uh, I almost said Pokemon. Uh, Animal Crossing villager. <laughs> God, imagine. There's statistically, there probably is a clown sheep Pokemon. <laughs> um, but it's the clown sheep villager where Pennywise would be in the sewer grate from it. And it says, "I've got Animal Crossing for the Switch down here." Uh, well, that's the rule of threes, Anna. So. All right. Well. <laughs> I just saw a very good one. I can't tell you about it now. Nope. Um, it's forbidden. <laughs> You'll have to see Anna share it on our Discord Anna server. Anna will not be sharing it wow. on the Discord server. Um, on our Twitter.com. Anyway, um, but the other thing I want to talk about, aside from the fact that I haven't really found too much of the new content in the uh, Stardew Valley update, there is a cave in the quarry now. Yeah, I found that by accident yeah. last time I played, and I was like, is this always been here? <laughs> Hello? Because I don't spend that much time in the quarry, but also, like, I feel like I would have noticed this before. Yeah, no, I looked at it, and the same thing happened to me for a second. I was like, this wasn't here before, right? So I went in, and I was like, nope, definitely not. Um, But, yeah, I got something cool out of that. That was fun. And then, um, I'm trying to think of what else. I don't think this happened before, but uh, the casino guy in the desert will send you a letter and be like, hey, get to floor 100 and there will be a surprise for you. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I don't think that's possible, but all right. And one day, like, it was, I took, like, I think I had one or two of those uh, warp totems left, so I used that because I knew I was going to be in like the mine all day trying to get to level 100 without using a bunch of staircases and i did and it finally happened after many many tries and i was very proud of myself um man dana and i tried to do that for a really long time and even with both of us and a bunch of stairs and lucky lunches we still couldn't make it to the bottom it was a lot of like falling through holes i think is what finally yeah. got me down there. but like you have to get really lucky oh, on yeah, those you holes do. you really do but, you have to fall uh, like 20 floors. Mm -hmm. And if you're playing with someone, it's rough too because you you can jump in the same hole and yet still fall two different distances down serious? the caves. Yeah. Whoa. So it's like, uh, I guess I'll see you. And then like you, so then what we're doing is like as we're going through, we're like making a list and just saying out loud like, okay, the ladder is in this location on this floor once you get to it. So that hopefully they can catch back up to you quickly. <laughs> anyway, I stepped all over the thing you were saying to say something that I wanted to say, which has never happened on the podcast before. Never. Please continue. Um, oh no. Sorry. Um, 
something else I want to talk about that's related to my uh, oh no just then is uh, The Sims 4 has uh, surveys going on for uh, for a new stuff pack. And the first round of votes was on what the stuff pack should be. And I didn't see, uh, I, I actually never saw that uh, survey, but it ended up being arts and crafts was the top voted theme with a gameplay focus on knitting. So that's exciting as someone who does not knit, but does crochet. I have been crocheting a blanket this entire podcast. Uh, the voting uh, two results were DIY Delight, a functional minimalist art studio with the bright colors of a candy store, which sounds... That's very specific. Yeah, like incredibly specific. Um, but the... Is there a new survey out? Yes, it just came out recently that I voted for. And you vote for like what clothing items you want. So there are clothing items for women, men, and then children, toddlers, and then pets, which you need to have the pets expansion to have. Surprise, surprise. And I wasn't a huge fan of a lot of the options because a lot of them did not look knitted. <laughs> that can was my you, um, only problem with it. Can I? Can we have a, a, a little sampler? Of this survey, uh, perhaps? I can send you the images, or I could just send you the survey. <laughs> so you guys can vote along as well. I'm sure that uh, The Sims 4 really cares about my opinion as someone who's never played the video game. Exactly. But I am excited to see what it is. I know there are plenty of people who make toys with crochet and knit, uh, like knitting. And that's some fun stuff. So if it's just clothing, I'll be a little sad. And I don't think they do that. But if they do, I'll be real upset. I want my Sims to have a craft room so they can crochet while I crochet at the same exact time. I. So wait a minute. I don't know. I'm looking at this survey. Um, yeah. It seems like they've come up with all the ideas for everything already. Yeah. So why don't they just? Why don't they just do these? You you pick you only get to pick fifteen, but they can't put all of these in the game. Why not? Apparently, I don't. It know. seems if you're gonna pay money for this, right? Like you're gonna pay it's like gonna twenty dollars. Probably going to be no. I think this is one of their ten dollar ones. Still, yeah. Like this, you can only pick fifteen though. Also, why are the why are the pets in a in a box with a star in it? To make sure you know that you can't have them if you don't have the pets expansion. Mm, but see, that's not what the asterisk actually says. What does the asterisk actually, actually say? Because there's little asterisks, and then it says, select, it's just the survey. Select up to 15 characters. Oh, and then there's another one down at the bottom that says, requires yeah. the Sims 4 and the Sims 4 Cats and Dogs expansion pack, both sold separately, and all game updates. In all caps. Yeah. Nothing else yep. is in. Mm -hmm. Also, <laughs> this list, like the so there's the p images of all the different stuff that you can you can vote for. But then you go down to the like the thing, and it's just like number one hat, yep. number two hat, yep, 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 number yep, yep. three hat, and then it goes you know w women's full body and women's top and women's bottom and all that. And it's like you couldn't even give them names. Like, I don't know, airplane hat, purple bow hat. It's just number one hat. Number six number hat. Number one hat. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was also very bad to do it on my phone because I had to keep scrolling up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's bad design. It's not great. But yeah, uh, coming to uh, Origin near you eventually, maybe one day, uh, some knitting stuff for The Sims 4. But yeah. Uh, back to Stardew Valley real quick. Uh, I didn't date Maru before this, mostly because I didn't want her and Penny to break up because my brain is always just like, no, they're dating. <laughs> but like, isn't every Stardew bachelor like dating someone like if you don't end up dating them? Like they have their... They're not... Yeah, they have, they have their... Uh... Canon ship, as it were. Yeah, but none of them I think are dating. Right, right. It's not like it's not like they're actually dating. It's just like 
if you are not dating them, then this is the relationship that happens otherwise. And it's sort of heavily yeah. implied in a way that, like, you could easily ignore if you are actively pursuing a romantic relationship with them. But, like, makes it seem like there's some stuff going on behind the scenes. I mean, there's already the Flower Festival or whatever it's called, where, like, they yeah. literally pair up all of the <laughs> all of the eligible uh, single people. Yep. So it's uh, it's a little bit on the nose there. Something that happens at the luau, I think it is, where uh, Harvey still says, um, I wonder if Mario uh, needs sunscreen on her shoulders. I'm like, that's creepy. That's my wife. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Harvey, please. Harvey, please. Also, I don't know. That's a professional relationship conflict of interest, yeah, I is. feel like. That makes me uncomfortable. I don't spend a lot of time in the hospital in that game though so <laughs> that's part of it because like you say yeah. like one of the benefits is that she says hi honey every time you go into the hospital that would mean nothing to me because i never go into the hospital i i go to buy like energy things like the energy i just sleep i just get good sleep anna are you not going to bed well, at a decent time not all of us can sleep <laughs> in general Oh, I can't sleep at all outside of video games. That's why when I play video games, I go to bed at 8 p.m. <laughs> living that fantasy. Yeah, living the fantasy of having a normal, healthy sleep schedule. and not Because in Stardew Valley, you get in the bed and you just fall asleep immediately. Unless someone and else well, is awake on your farm, then you cannot fall asleep until 2 a.m. And then you just sit there in your bed and you're like, well, hmm. I guess I'm here. <laughs> That's what happened and will continue to happen if we keep playing uh, with when we played Stardew Valley on Twitch, yeah. where I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to bed. And you and Diana would actually do things. I'm like, nope, bedtime. <laughs> I've done all I need to today. Um, is there anything else that we want to talk about? Have we discussed video games? <laughs> we have, Jetty. We've kind of already gone through, I guess you guys have gone through games that we've been playing in recent times already. Yeah, that is um, kind of funny. I could I could throw in mine, because I, I talked about a game that I didn't play. Um, <laughs> the game that I have been playing, pretty much for that same month, um, Anna, is uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I haven't actually talked about it on the podcast, I realized, because I hadn't gotten it in 138. And then 139 was the the special uh, where we talked about one particular video game all in sequence. So I haven't actually talked about it. You know, like, I get everybody's criticism, and I'm not going to say, like, oh, your criticism is actually wrong. I'm not, nothing like that. But I've had fun with it. I've really enjoyed it. It satisfies all the things about Pokemon that I personally like about Pokemon. So... I'm I I am satisfied with my purchase. I'm also though looking forward to the games being significantly improved as the series continues. And also, I am interested in the uh, expansion passes, which I don't think we've talked about. They they talked about yeah. the the sort of future DLC, and like I could wax about whether or not it's ethical or like good practice or nice to section off the game like this but here's the thing i will pay for it <laughs> like it's whatever it is is what i'll pay for it they got me right like yeah that's that's, yeah. that's sort of how business works is <laughs> if you're willing to pay for it that's what you put the price on yeah and i would definitely i mean i already paid 80 dollars for super smash brothers and yeah actually Sort of going off of that, because um, I don't really have much more to say about Pokemon. Um, recently, I did a cost playtime analysis of my like modern video game collection. Because obviously, there's certain things, anything that you know is kept track of in some respect that I could easily check on. So basically, Switch games and PC games on Steam. Um, let me see if I can find it. Ah, here we are. So um, basically how many uh dollars it cost for mm -hmm. me to play 
an hour of this video game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what do you think is the uh, the lowest one, if you had to guess? Dollars per hour? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, something like Stardew Valley, I could Yeah, it's Stardew being... Valley. Yeah. Stardew being... Valley uh, is... I've For every every hour of Stardew Valley that I've played has cost me 15 cents. That sounds about right. <laughs> um, what do you think is the uh, the highest cost game? <laughs> Excluding, so th- th- I will say well, this list does not include games that I haven't played. Yeah, I was I just going to say. It. Yeah. So it's a game that I have at least played a little bit of. I don't expect you to know this, but I'm kind of curious if you can take a wild shot in the dark and get it. I mean, uh, I wouldn't know what the game would be, but I would say like, if you played for like 15 minutes and you paid for like a full price game you're i mean you're close uh the t- t- the playtime is 20 minutes okay. oh no so that's not i mean hopefully that's not like a 60 dollar game it's not a 6 <laughs> no 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 it's not a 60 dollar game is... no it's not a 60 dollar game sorry i was looking at my numbers wrong it's okay. 22 minutes of playtime okay so about a television episode <laughs> worth of playtime. Um, Anna, do you have a guess? I really don't want to guess because I don't want to be sad. <laughs> I will uh, say that you paid for your own purchase. $120. No, I did not pay $120. God, I would really The game cost $20. Okay. Okay. Um, so a hundred dollars. So it's fifty four dollars oh, an wait. hour. Yeah, sorry. The video game is Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> okay, wow. I was right. Well, you should have said something. I should have, but oh my god, I was definitely thinking that would have been such a time. cold shot. I was trying to give you the opportunity. Oh. Yikes! I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was thinking. I didn't know if you actually bought it or not. Wow. Is the thing. Ouch. That's yeah. rough. Oof. I played it for 22 minutes and it's like, I can't play this video game anymore. Oh, I am so wow. sorry. You know what's funny? The one after that is the Mega Man Legacy Collection. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. But at least um, that's other games that you've already played. Yeah, that's, it's not that's like... the thing. It, I bought it. Like This is this list is assuming that the reason that I got the, the worth of this game is how much you played it. For me, the Mega Man Legacy Collection also has a component of if something happens to my other Mega Man games, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, the, I've yeah. still got this. Yeah. So I've played the Mega Man Legacy Collection for about an hour and a half, which puts its dollars per hour at 11, which is still kind of high. But again, part of that is the security of just knowing. But yeah, there are some interesting things. Like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is pretty low in there. If Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, is even though it's $80, it's like it's around some other games that I've... Like it's not it's like it's like in the middle. Um Pokemon Shield is it's close to Pokemon Shield already and I'm going to play both of those video games more. Are we ready to end the podcast? I feel like I've I've said, I talked about a spreadsheet. I talked about a spreadsheet, you guys. Yeah. I mean, this is not uh I I well, I just tried to calculate like something kind of similar but only with the Deponia complete journey. <laughs> how many edition. how many hours have you played? 24 oh, well okay so the first time i finished the game it was like 24 hours and i sped through like i sped through um the first one because i had already gotten almost all the way through the first game mm. when i bought it so yeah and at this point in time i have played the first two games twice so i have 55 hours and i bought the game for i think 60 dollars that's okay so 55 hours divided by $60 is, and I can edit this so it sounds like I, I, I did this math in my head, um, about 90 cents, let's say, per hour. Yeah-ish. Um, for me, what's closest to that? Uh, that is closest to me to either, uh, I guess, Shovel Knight Tre- Treasure Trove. And Super Mario Odyssey. Though I have a little asterisk next to Super Mario Odyssey because that doesn't count the time that I've spent practicing speedruns because I do that on a separate, uh, like, quote-unquote account on my Switch. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't keep track of that information. So Super Mario Odyssey is probably a little bit... has probably a better factor 
than it is currently given credit for. But it's, I've played non-speedrun practice. I've played Super Mario Odyssey the same amount of time that you've played Deponia. I've played uh, The Night of the Rabbit, apparently, more times uh, than I've played any of the Pony games, because it's 44 hours. That's a lot of hours. I think that means I've played, I think that means I've played the game at least four times. You should do a Night of the Rabbit speedrun. <laughs> Probably be pretty good at it. It's been a few years since I've played, but I might be able to. Um, Jetty, what's your most played video game that you have a number for? Oh, um... Or just your most played video game, if you know that. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I think I've tried to think about it before, and I mean, excluding, like, uh, Final Fantasy XI or Ragnarok Online, some, like, online game, because we've talked about this before, and I had some game, I don't know, I know on my Switch, the one that comes up at the top is Ease 8, which I played for, like, 80 hours, I think, which is kind of disgraceful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because didn't you not really like that game <laughs> i did not like that game like there was oh. there was like 20 good hours like 15 or 20 good hours and then the remainder of that man stardew valley is up there at 97 for me and like that's the biggest obviously there are probably some other ones like minecraft probably has like 50 years on it because i've been yeah. playing i play it for like really long stretches of time and i've been doing that since i was like 13 <laughs> So, Minecraft would be up there if it was being kept track of. But, like, after Stardew Valley, it's Wargroove at 65, which part of that was just because I was listening to a lot of podcasts and I had just moved in. Or it was the first winter that I was up here, like, just sort of by myself. So I had a lot of free time. So, and I just was playing Wargroove and listening to podcasts for a million years. If I could somehow count all of the time that I've spent on, like, uh, older games like um final fantasy 6 perhaps would be one that would be in the like several hundred hours because you know first of all i just played it on repeat circa like you know 1994 or whatever but then it is also every few years i come back and play it again so 40 hours here 40 hours there you know mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of time in stardew valley sims 3 and sims 4 and a lot of that time is me spent playing the game, but another good portion is me walking away for a while. Yeah, that's that's leaving part, yeah. the game running gonna... and then coming back and being like, "Oh yeah, this is on." And then my Sims are dying. So <laughs> yeah, um, I have three hundred thirteen hours on PC uh, for Stardew Valley. Not sure how many for Switch. Man, that's a <laughs> that's a lot more than I have. That is a few you know, hours. I, Several perhaps. I've had I've had this game since twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. And a lot of that time was spent like right after I graduated from college. So yeah. When I still didn't have a job for a few weeks, I was just like, Alright, I guess I'm just gonna sit here and play Stardew Valley while I look for jobs. <sighs> Post grad life is uh, interesting if you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> I'm looking, just checking the numbers, and Stardew Valley is probably the only video game that I have played more than I have spent talking about video games on the Game Cola podcast. Wow. Oh, wow. If you think, well, even then, though, that's probably, right? That's approximating about an hour of me talking per (laughs) podcast that I was the host of. Which would be 55 hours at this point, I think. No, that can't be right. What are numbers? 140 minus 85. No, 55. Wow. Hmm. That's a lot of podcasts. Yeah. That's a lot. That is several podcasts. Since I've... At least. What is that? (laughs) That's at least 12. That is almost 40% of all Game Cola podcasts. Wow. Wow. I gotta think about what we're gonna do for 150, you guys. It's coming up <laughs> before the year is out. Oh wow! Yeah, you're right. What's nine months from now? Yeah, what are we gonna do for episode yeah, 150? November. You guys have to help me come up with something. Because we Scream. already did. I already used our best, uh, not bad, the best idea that I had at the time for 100. 
I mean, we, we could also just we just sit here and scream. Like we did fifty, we did one hundred. Maybe we can just wait until two hundred. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to have a one hundred and fifty hour podcast, Jenny. How we have to do something. We could have a podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. I can always count on you. Yikes. <laughs> yes, Jetty immediately drops his entire microphone. Hold on, I was trying to reach up, but my uh my mic my pop filter or whatever, like it's in between me and my keyboard, so when I go to naturally reach for my keyboard I just run straight into the pop filter. Mm. Oh wow. It must it must be hard having an actual mic and not just your webcam. <laughs> I'm searching for a gif. Jetty, you know how podcasts <laughs> I know you know how podcasts work. You edited is, the podcast before me. This is for you. It's not um <laughs> this isn't for, the for the podcast the listeners. This is for you. Okay, but we're still recording the podcast though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, trying to think of how I can fill this uh, this silence, uh, but the only thing I can say is that that feeling I get where I'm just like, man, I want to play all these games. It's back, and the answer is I want to play every game I've ever owned. How's that gift search coming, Jetty? <laughs> is it going well? <laughs> I've had to resort to searching uh, on Google as opposed to. Uh, the gift search thing available in Discord. Well, I obviously cannot end the podcast until this is this plot point is resolved. Hold on. Oh, wait, wait. Like, even if I cut this out, you'll know the disappointment on my voice. I'm not knowing what this gif is. And so we just right, gotta we go. keep hold going. On, hold on. Okay, hold on. No, I, I got it. Just No one's me... gonna hear the, the housekeeping. Everybody's gonna give up on the podcast by this point. And they're not going to figure out how to get to our actual net website, GameCola.net, or YouTube channel, <laughs> GC.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. <laughs> it's not even... Okay, there we go. <laughs> it's just the a guy saying that and tonight's theme is themes, which I'm yes, sure... The, the 150th podcast's topic is podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Jetty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Today's this, topic is this topics. isn't this isn't even a gift that I would post to our Twitter account, Game Cola, search for it on Twitter, or our Facebook account, search Game Cola and you'll find it, but not this gift. <laughs> I'm going to do it. If you email this gift to me, Jetty, from our email address, podcast at gamecola.net, I will be very upset. Or if you continue to post it in our Discord, which you can find linked in the episode description on our site or on the webpage or uh, in the YouTube description, I'll be upset about it. <laughs> you did – um. Because no one listening to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify, on Google Podcasts, they're not going to be able to see this gif. In the most recent episode of the Secret of Mana RPG cast that's gone up on YouTube, which is currently episode 6, you actually said podcast at GameCola.net, and I had to go out and cut a new set of images to put podcast at GameCola.net into the video. As you said it, because for those who haven't seen the video versions of the Secret of Mana RPG cast, uh, when they say GameCola.net or GC.net, I spell it out as they say it. And so I did the <laughs> same with podcast at GameCola.net. It's very fun. Hi, um, it is. I don't know what day it is you're actually listening to this, but on this, the day that uh, this podcast goes out, February 3rd, 2020, um... <laughs> Please uh, feel free to uh, just send a gif that says tonight's theme is theme <laughs> to the Discord. What? <laughs> Please just do it. Who are you talking to? And only that. <laughs> is this and for us or the listeners? The listeners. Yes, please join <laughs> us on Discord. 
and upset Joe by sharing Please. a gif of, I believe that's Stephen Fry saying, I'm pretty sure Stephen Fry. You see, I can't in good conscience leave this out of the podcast. No, you can't if you do. Which means you, that it's going no, to happen. Oh, no. And it's Jenny not even going to be like a funny thing where it's like, oh, yeah, remember on the podcast? at this moment in time. Because I will have edited the podcast, so I'll know <laughs> it's coming. I, yep. It's not going to be like a funny surprise. It's not supposed to be a surprise. I don't know why I find this so funny. I just do. Which part, the gif of him saying in tonight's theme is themes or us talking about it? It has to be us talking about it because the gif is not funny. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Game Call Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to check us out on all the things that I said before this. I don't have to actually say it now. Um, I think the only thing I think I missed was Twitch because I couldn't come up with a a thing but there's a twitch.tv slash game call is there anything else you guys would like to add before we end the podcast themes i have no regrets <laughs> have a wonderful time of day wherever it is whenever it is you're listening to this podcast and we'll see you next month goodbye everybody bye bye Hey, you guys, do you want to hear what I just got from Instagram? What did you just get from Instagram? A message from somebody saying, hey, pretty. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Hi, I am very pretty. Goodbye. (laughs) Wow.